What's up everybody, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Lead From Here podcast. I'm Jason. Today I wanted to talk about a question I get a lot of, like what do people think from a habits perspective is really important for leaders. And let me tell you, generally speaking, there are a lot of them. Like there's a lot of things you can get really good at, but and you should get good at. But I'm going to start today with what I think are the top five most important um, habits for a leader to have to be successful generally. Um, there's other habits you need to form beyond these. Please don't stop here. But this is a good start, and this is, I think, this, a really solid foundation to creating a really good leader over time and creating really healthy and efficient teams. Top five habits. Number one, and I think is the most important habit of a, for a leader to have in any role that involves leading people, and that is be the last to speak. And this is... This is something that's talked about a lot these days. It's not, this is not new information, but I do think it's extremely important. I think not enough people give credence to it. The second you as a leader open your mouth and throw an idea out there, for the most part, a large percentage of the people in that room are not going to say any idea that's contrary to that, or they're going to just try and build off of that idea. While you may have some people that are bold enough to say, well, that's an idea, but this is a better idea. Generally speaking, you're not going to have those people in the room. So you're immediately squashing ideation, people that might have way better ideas than yours, and also cutting people out of the process. It's not intentional. Definitely not intentional. Sometimes it is, but for some people it is. Generally speaking, it is not intentional. It just is human nature. When a leader speaks, people tend to think that their word is gold, or that they have more experience, or that they bring more to the table, which is not true. Like if you're all working in a team and you have a leader of a team, that leader has just as much experience and, and knowledge as anybody at that table. So really what you should do is ask for everybody's opinion first. Get the ideas. The bonus to that is it also allows you to get some insights and also test your idea in your own head and kind of come up with, oh, actually, you know what? I think your idea is the best idea. So, you know, I think about doing this, but I actually think that's way better. So I think, you know, there's... It, or it could say like, ooh, if I add that to my idea, it would be both and it would be better. So it gives you also more information to help drive your decision making. Bear in mind that this also this happens in healthy cultures all the time. This does not make a leader unhealthy to not do this. It just makes everybody's life better and it opens you up to way more possibilities for the future of whatever you're talking about and whatever idea you're trying to come up with. So be open to listening first. Number two. Embrace failure slash um, experimentation. So the quickest way for a company to die, in my opinion, is to slow down on the experimentation, decision-making, getting things out the door. You're going to fail. The best way to deal with that failure is to learn from it and move forward, but it's also important not to slow down to avoid failure too much. Obviously, don't be irresponsible. Make calculated risks. But ultimately, the fastest way for a company to die is to not experiment and not take risk and to try to avoid failure altogether. Like it just, that's an unhealthy, slow, dying company. You need to experiment, you need to take risks, you need to fail, you need to learn from those failures so you're not making the same failures over and over again. But ultimately, you need to do those things. So you have to embrace that culture as a leader. If you're open to it and you're recommending it and you're rolling with it when it, when things go sideways or people get frustrated, like if you're supporting that and embracing that, you will make a much healthier company culture. So stay in that mindset. Embrace failure, embrace experimentation. Number three, 
is lead by example. Lead by example is the fastest way to show people that you truly care about them. If you will get in the mud with them and show them that you will not ask them to do anything that you are not willing to do, it just sets a level of trust and it makes people want to follow you because they know that they're never going to be put in a situation where you're like, go do that. I don't want to do that. Or go, you know, go walk through all that mud by yourself and tell me how it goes. I'm not doing that. If you separate yourself in that way, you are, you are basically creating distrust between you and your people. It's important for them to know that you know what they're doing, what they're going through, and you're willing to sit with them in the mud sometimes. So that's number three. It's very important and it's actually very easy to do if you just get in there and, and get your hands dirty every once in a while. Roll the sleeves, take the suit off, do your thing. It's the best way to build trust and just and make healthy teams because people want to work with people and for people that will have been there understand what they're going through and are willing to still do it when the time is necessary. Obviously don't spend all your time in the team. You can't be in the weeds all the time, but when the time's right, when you got a late night or hard project or something and you're there supporting them in every way you can, whether that's with actually doing the work or just being there to buy pizza and build people up and knock down blockers, like just be there, lead by example. Be there for your people, show up, do what you need to do and show them that you are worthy of trust. Which builds perfectly on number four, which is foster trust and empathy. So trust and empathy, which we've talked about multiple times on the channel, so I'm not gonna beat this to death, but ultimately trust and empathy is the most important foundational element of a team. If you have those things in your leader, your team members, you are 100% going to be way more successful than a team that does not have that. Ultimately, if your people trust you and they know that you have their best interests in mind, they will work harder, they will do more to try and make the team and the project and the whatever you're working on successful because they also want to be in a situation where they feel like they have trust, like they can take those risks, they can go for the big thing and not worry about getting fired. And if usually, if you have good teams, which most, team, most companies do, if you build good teams and they go for the big thing, most of the time they're gonna hit it. Sometimes they fail, and that's okay. You learn, you grow, you move on. If they don't have that trust, they ain't going for that. There's no way they're gonna go and put their neck out on the line when they don't have trust. So build trust, show them that you care, show them that you, you have empathy for their situation, for the, for the situation with the company, with the project, with the customer. Show them that you feel it, you understand it, and that you have their back. And if you do that, whew, number five is make sure you're having regular skip levels. So. This one is an interesting one because ultimately you could get a mixed bag of responses based on what level of a company you're talking to somebody in. So, you know, if I'm talking to a CEO, they're probably like, ah, I do skip levels with a couple of my VPs, but I don't really do skip levels with anybody else. You should. If, if you're not doing skip levels, it doesn't have to be every person every day, every year. Like it's pick 20 people, take 15 minutes with each person. That will change the game. That will allow you to level up your understanding of what's happening in the business, keeping a pulse on how people are feeling. It doesn't matter what level you're at. CEO, VP, director, uh, manager, um, lead, team lead, like whatever it is, you should know what's going on in your business without having to go and ask every leader along the trail. And the best way to do that is do skip levels with them so often, every so often, and then make sure you're doing skip levels. If I'm a CEO, I'm skip leveling with every level that is beneath me on a fairly regular basis because that is the best, singular best way to keep a pulse on the, the business and the pulse on your culture and the pulse on your leadership team. Because if you're not doing that, 
you immediately have a block, right? Because you, you, you are now, there's a wall between you and the people doing the actual work. You have your leadership, which is important. I'm not poo-pooing leaders, like they're very important, but you have to have an understanding of whoever's in between you and the people doing the work, you need to understand the people doing the work. And it's not just through a filter. That's most of your day-to-day is getting the filter from your people and you should trust them and have that trust. But you still have to get in the weeds with the people and understand what they're feeling. It makes you feel better. It makes them feel significantly better to have a good conversation where they're heard by their executive. Like that is, that can be a game changer for somebody. So that's it. That's the top five. I would love to dive deeper into all of those things. And I have in some other episodes for a couple of them at least. I hope so. Well, I would love to hear if you have other ideas on habits that you think are more important or one, which ones of those are not that important. I would love to hear. So hit me up any of the comments. Um, DMs, email me at jasonleadfromhere.co and if you like what you're hearing, please like, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. I appreciate you. Take care.